Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fix the World podcast with me, Sam Avery, and my uh, learned friend, Katie Tracy. Hi. I've just Fix robbed... the world. Make, Make it a better, it a better place. place. I've just robbed your uh, intro. You always call me your learned friend. And I'm... Yeah. Well, we're learned friends, aren't we? Yeah. Or I call you my beautiful colleague. Uh, I like that one as well. Yeah. I like the slightly sort of mid-Atlantic beautiful. Yeah. I try and use that quite a lot now. It's just it's, it's good. just a bit different, isn't it? It's good. I like it. I just, I feel very showbiz when, when people like round off the, uh, the T sound into a yeah. D. Do you copy accents? Uh, I try to. I, I sort of, uh, I get, I get like warped by them when I spend a bit of time around yeah. them. Like I was in Wigan. I started thinking in the accent. Yeah. yeah. Wigan, the Wigan one. I, I remember like. That's a shame. No I know. Offense. I know. It's not a great accent, is it? I remember. How like, exotic. Spent a weekend in Wigan once. Terrib- wow. Terrible holiday. And. Uh, Tell us about your glamorous lifestyle, Sam. <laughs> well, don't want to show off. <laughs> but I uh, went there on the Friday, came back on the Sunday night. It was only two nights. Hung around with loads of people from Wigan. And then I was, I was just, yeah, all me, all me. I think, I can't remember which word it was. Pyogy in Wigan. I was just, I was covering myself in pee wet. That is a Channel 5 doc right there. (laughs) Pyogy tonight. Pee wet perverts. Channel 5, (laughs) 10 o'clock. Right after Michael Portillo's Railways. Then the clips would just be like, I I just rub it all over my face. (laughs) Love a bit of pee wet. (laughs) Dunk me head in the lard. (laughs) It's a strange place, Wigan, isn't it? It's a nice place. Uh, I'll be going there on my tour if anyone's listening. There's some nice little parts of Wigan, actually. There is. There's some lovely bits. It, it's one of them places, though, the accent gives it a bad rap, doesn't it? Because the accent sounds, let's face it, and people might say this about the Scouse accent, but you don't sound particularly intelligent with a Wigan accent. No, but I also cringe when I hear a Scouse accent uh, on anything, yeah. including my own, on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe we should put on accents. Maybe we should put on an American accents and just make ourselves sound yeah. a bit more like we're from Hollywood. After or Christmas, I watched I watched all of Derry Girls, and then I watched that program, The Taurus, with Jamie Dornan. He have he have Fifty Shades fame. Oh, I haven't um, seen that. Which was a low point in his career. Only I didn't think he'd act again after that, but he's really great. But he's got a really strong Northern Irish accent. So for like approximately six weeks, I'm thinking in a Northern Irish accent. Oh, great. It's so strange, isn't it? It must be weird if you move somewhere and feel your accent changing. Like Yeah. My auntie lives in Brighton and she said when she when she's been to Liverpool, which she hasn't been for ages now because of COVID, whatever, she'll go home to Brighton and they'll be like, Oh, you can tell you've been home. It's but weird. she comes home to Liverpool and we're like, God. You southern wanker. Yeah. You blurt. <laughs> what are the sexiest accents for you? Because I do like a little bit of Northern Irish, but I spend far too much time. Sorry to slip my tea right down the mic then. Very, very sorry about that little sound effect. Sexy accent, isn't Um, it? I really love a South Wales accent. Oh, do you? I also love a really manly Yorkshire accent. Oh, God, I wouldn't have picked them. And like um, like, cowboy accent. I'm saying cowboy like Texas. I'm not a dickhead. Yeah. Like a Texas accent or like... (laughs) Georgia or <laughs> like the way they talk in Ozark. Oh, that would be. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Fuck about shit. Yeah. I love it so yeah. Much. I'd love someone to say that to me. Yeah. I say it all the time. I no. <laughs> don't know. Fuck about shit. Or hey. shit about fuck. You can mix it up if you want. I don't know. Shit about fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kate. Um, what do you think of the latest um, transfer rumors around uh, Liverpool FC? I don't know. Shit about fuck. Yeah. Works in every <laughs> scenario. The York is actually a South Korean player, actually. But, but, so I, d- oh, I don't yeah. know. Don't know whether he's signing or not. 
I don't know shit about it. I, I've always been jealous of American accents because everything just sounds cooler in an American accent. Indeed. It always does. Mm. The, the one you've just done, the Texas one, like the, like the redneck one. Yeah, I love it. Love that one. Love the New, New York. It's like power. It's just like poetry. It's like sing song. That's yeah. why I like South Wales. I really love it. That's quite sing song. It's quite melodic, isn't it? Yeah. And the way they repeat things. But now I do love a Northern Irish accent. I, I spend too much time hanging out with lads from Northern Ireland. So whenever I hear a Nord, Northern Irish accent, I think of so the lads. So glad you left it. I know. I just had to move away. <laughs> we didn't talk about it. I had to go straight. <laughs> but um, I still write to them uh, and visit them when I can. <laughs> Hi, boys. Uh, but the, the, their accents were so... They, I mean, my my Scouse accent isn't particularly thick, but it's like it can sound strong to someone from outside the area, but they just sound like they're being just like, yeah, just like eating concrete. Just yeah. the, the way they put the vowels together and it's just... Yeah, I have a problem because... Um, if I, I work in a customer facing job, um, and I know that sometimes when I just ask somebody a question, it sounds like I'm being a bastard to them. <laughs> so I'll just be like, Well, uh, can you tell me what's going on with this? Which to me, <laughs> um, sounds all right, but it's uh, to somebody else, it sounds like I'm going, Well, can you tell me what? That's what it sounds like. Because it can be quite a grating accident, accent and I can sound quite abrupt. And yeah. I don't mean to. And I've had to say to people, and someone's gone to me, um, I, you don't need to speak to me like that. And I've had to say, oh, honest to God, like, this is our sound. <laughs> and I can't help it. Um, listen, I speak to my fella like this when I'm being nice to him. Mm-hmm. This is just my voice. But I was in, I was taking a call the other day and uh, my son's girlfriend was there. And I spoke to this, this girl in his firm of solicitors and I went... I've got this email. I, I, I was like, oh, yeah, it's Kate from blah, 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 blah. I went, right, I've got this email from you. And can you just explain yourself, please? <laughs> 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 and Robin, when his girl, my son's girlfriend, was just like, what about the firm management? I'd hate, I'd hate to work for you. Can you explain like, yourself? I don't mean to sound like that. Can I speak to your mother, please? I've got no, I've got no time for, like, chit-chat as well. But I... I hate as a as a customer or as a potential customer when someone phones me up and you get that over friendly bollocks from someone where they're trying to be your mate. Hi, hi, Mister Avery. Yeah, yeah. Hi, how's your day been so far? Yeah, it's fine, mate. But you're ruining it with yeah. your bollocks questions. Oh well, ha ha ha. Anyway, this is not a sales call, which means this is a sales yeah. call. I'm not trying to sell you anything. What I'm, what I'm asking you to do is give me some money and I can give you a product in return. <laughs> it's not a sales call. Hello, Mr. Avery. Mr. That's dead annoying. Um, because I like being friendly to people, especially people you've never met before in the real world, but it feels weird on the phone with like a cold call. When it's, when it's a task, when it's like admin kind of thing, I'm not interested in chit-chat. But in general life, because I'm quite a nosy person, mm. I will, in any environment, just start a conversation with people, whether they want me to or not, and I, I shouldn't. One time I was in, in Sainsbury's just buying some veg, and this woman's looking at, we were both looking at cauliflowers, <laughs> and I saw the price, and I just turned around to her, having not spoken to her or met her before in my life, and just went, one fifty for a cauliflower! <laughs> and she just looked at me and just, like, sidled away in fear. I think she thought she was just going to, like, open fire on the supermarket. <laughs> Maybe she thought you were a mystery shopper. <laughs> which I'd love to be, by the way. If if you get, you know, when you go into check shop staff are doing the job. Oh, you have to be, yeah, no, getting paid to be a grass. Oh, I'd do that. No. I'd, I'd do that. No, that goes against everything I believe in. Maybe you could be like an interloper, you could do it yeah. the wrong way. You little big bean grass. Just, 
<laughs> Just going into like the shit. Well, shop. actually, um, the tins weren't facing forward. <laughs> get a real job. The cauliflower. Mystery shoppers, get a real job. £1.50. I worked in a restaurant, a chain restaurant years ago when I was a student, and we had a mystery diner who used to come in. And they'd be like, we'd get like a little... The, the manager to come in and go the mystery down is about so just be aware and we just be like shitting ourselves like oh my god is he wearing and question marks all over like, his clothes um, we've, we've had feedback from the mystery diner and they said that you didn't put the plate down to the left oh like, come that, on that mystery diner can go and fuck off that mystery diner is a knobhead salmonella yeah I hope he gets a mystery illness mm. that's bollocks well, what have you been up to anyway since last we spoke? Well, yeah, because you know the magic of showbiz. <clears throat> our, our viewers and listeners won't know that we've had a we've had a few weeks gap between hiatus, we last, we if you will. Recorded. Oh, and by the way, if anyone's listening, watching for the first time, um, yes, yeah, so we never do this. Welcome. We're, we're both comedians, and we fix the world every week, a small bit at a time, step by step, bit by bit, That's stone by we stone. We, we we get to have real success, but we're still trying, and the fun is in the. The working out, isn't it? The endeavour that yeah. we put into it. It's, it's about the journey, not the destination. Exactly. And the journey's been fun so far, and I'm glad you're along with us for the yeah. ride. And if you're only welcome li- to our journey. If you're only listening, you can get us on YouTube as well. Yeah. If you're only on YouTube, you can listen to us as well. Um, but what have I been up to? Um, well, I've been drinking a lot recently. Oh. I've put on, I've put on weight. I feel like shit. <laughs> That's how same, I feel today. Same. I know this is a short-term thing. I know by tomorrow I'll feel fantastic again, but I just, today, I've had four nights on the ale and I've been eating, like, hangover snacks. So I just feel a bit sluggish and I've, all day I just could not be arsed with anything. Um, I'm happy now I'm out. I think this has been good for me to get in get in the car with you, drive here to the studio. So you've been you've been like a sloth for four days. Yeah. But you put a trackie on to come to do Fix the Wheel. <laughs> I've made this an is effort. not exercise. Yeah, <laughs> It's exercise for my brain, though, like isn't it? I don't know. Do some squats. Do some squats. Maybe I am. Do Maybe. some one finger press ups. Whatever. Maybe I'll, I'll karate yeah. chop this table right <laughs> in two, and uh, in your face that'll be. But uh, I'm not going to do that. Well, but I think I think that I think I'm cheating myself into doing when you drink, right? So you'll have loads of drink, and then but I, I can't eat lots the next day. I just can't feel you? like I get indigestion. Oh and God! I just, I just go, plow through I can't. Stuff. I can't. I'm not one of those people. But then I've got into the habit now where I just don't. And I'm thinking, well, at least I'm not putting on weight because I've drank loads, but I haven't eaten some. <laughs> but it turns out that the calories you drink in alcohol just get stored in your body anyway, so you may as well eat. You might as well eat as well. You yeah. may as well be hung for the sheep as a lamb. I've seen a few alcoholics who look really thin, though, so you must yeah, be doing something Yeah, all alcoholics are thin, but they all have little weird saggy asses. <laughs> you never see firm buttocks on it. You never see firm buttocks on it. You'll never see firm buttocks on an alcoholic. No. And you can put that on a fridge magnet if you so desire. Or a t-shirt. Or a, or a, a beer, like, jug. <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking because I don't want firm buttocks. Um, I don't know how alcoholics do it because I suppose that's why they do it because the beer fear that you get oh. is bad. So they probably just drink to get rid of it? it. Beer fear. Oh, that's... Where you just wake up and reevaluate your entire existence from the date of your own birth. Every choice you've ever made. Oh, terrible. Your you current path in the world... You know, relationships, everything. <laughs> For two people who drink a lot, we don't half talk a lot about the regret we have from drinking. Well, the f- it's fun, isn't it? That's the thing. People say, like, oh, I gave up drinking for a year. In fact, I've spoke to a couple of people who gave up drinking for a year plus. 
Uh, one of them was the start of lockdown, the first lockdown, March 2020. They went, right, I'm not drinking. I'm not. I'm just not going to drink. And it was purely to keep the head above water. You know, like, I'm, I'm going to stay strong. I'm going to stay, you know, sober. And I said, oh, did it feel good? And he went, ah, oh, yeah, you, you feel good, you know, for a, for about three weeks. And then it just becomes boring. Yeah. <laughs> so. I must admit, when I don't drink, I, sl- I do sleep better. If I go, don't drink for a long period of time, I do yeah. notice that. What's the longest you've been, though, without drink? Uh, recently, probably about a week. Because <laughs> that's the same for me. Yeah. I think maybe I've done 10 days. When I had COVID, I, I did 10 days. Because mm. I couldn't taste anything. I, I mean, it was started dry January as well once, and I got to, like, 20 days in. Oh, that's good. I don't feel like I'm getting any benefits out of this, really. <laughs> Dry January should have a question mark at the end. You know what I think? Um, they should invent a new alcoholic drink. Because I've tried them all, and I'm sick of them. Okay. Sick to the back teeth of the same old alcoholic drinks. You know, the 90s was a heyday for new inventions. Every week, new Every week, there'd be a new alcoholic version of drink out. This one tastes like Umbongo. Mm? Oh, I'd like that. Yeah, I would. And then they got he did away with the good ones like Castaway. Any any nineties people remember Castaway? It was great if you were struggling to have a shit. It was like well. a- alcoholic lilt. It just went right through it as well. Yeah, and uh, Mad Dog. Yeah, even the mixes like Cheeky Vimto. Hooch's back. Hooch's back. Made to come back. Like it never went away. Yeah. What kind of new ale would you like to create? Oh, I don't know. Something non fizzy. Okay. Sometimes fizzy drinks are too much. Yeah. Um, How sugary? No, no, not. It can be too. I'm much not. I'm, I've not. I've not got a sweet tooth. Okay, so like a savoury um, drink. Oh God, like an, an alcoholic oxo, <laughs> like Bovril. Yeah. With. I must admit, I had a bloody Mary once, and it was just like a cold cup of super vodka in it. Oh, that sounds vile. But maybe Bovril with. Bovril with alcohol in. Yeah. Well, no, I, t- I tried to kind of ale. Is that what we call it now? And it was Marmite-flavoured ale. That sounds disgusting. It was rank. I, I get a lot of uh, but we gifts. we poured it into shot glasses. Oh, <laughs> why not? Why not? I get gifts a lot of the time from people who are like, well, I know Sam likes this and that, so let's and buy him this. I get this. a lot of gifts from people who like to re-gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, name badges with, like, Peter on them. <laughs> I got a... I, got, I, got, I, I love bourbon. I love coffee. I got bourbon flavored coffee for Christmas, and I'm never going to drink that because yeah. those two things should not go together. Um, I like my wife and I like my girlfriends, but I don't want to put them two things together. Oh, speaking of people, other people's names and stuff, I might have told this story, but I'm going to tell it again because it's funny. So years ago, by where we lived, there was this this smackhead, smackhead called uh, Brant, which is an unusual name, Brant for a smackhead, and he was always in the pub selling stuff like stuff he'd stole off people's lines or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and um, he'd come in with, like, the most random things. And sometimes you thought he'd just gone into his mum's house and saw what he, he could... Come in, does anyone want to buy a tin of beans? That kind of thing. <laughs> so anyway, I went out with the lab hall, and him and, him, and, him and his brother Ian were just fascinated by Brandt and his, like, what what was going on, what made him... So one year at Christmas, you know, we used to go to Thornton's and you'd be able to get, like, the chocolate heart with a message on. Oh, yeah. So he got on this chocolate heart, to Brandt, love mum. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave it to his brother for Christmas, as though he'd bought it off brand in the pub. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a funny one, isn't That's it? That's proper, like, thought gone into that in mm. a weird way. I've made this look like this is not for you. What alcoholic drink would you invent? Uh, I mean, I'm quite happy with the ones on offer at the moment, but I suppose something that would be 
again, I'm not. I don't. I'm, there's enough sweet things on the market. Mm. If this was a task on the apprentice, create your own alcohol. You're gonna have to find a gap in the market where no one is. Definitely, there's no alcoholic bisto drinks. Yeah. What are teenagers drinking these Maybe days? You know that. You know if you get a pot noodle and you kind of like sieve it out, you just the juice you get at the bottom. I'd drink that. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Bit of put a bit of I don't know pot noodles you. Yeah. <laughs> pot, pot noodles you. And then you add a little bit of, you imbibe it with some... I think like maybe a brandy. It'd be more like a liqueur, wouldn't mm. it? Yeah. Uh, what are the flavours? I can't remember the flavours. I like pineapple. I'm going to put that out there now. Okay. So a pineapple flavoured alcohol, I would be on, on board with. Yeah. Make your you just bring back, bring back Castaway. You do a right to for that. Um, I I'd think... also like to write, write to Cabris to bring back Spiders. They were good. They were the best. It'd be good if you had a time machine. You could only go back and get snacks that have been discontinued. Yeah. You'd, I mean, you'd you'd feel cheated after a while because you think that you could do so much more with this machine. But all I can yeah, do is I go could, and get. I could chew stop. It. I could stop world wars. No, could, you could. could stop the invention of the atom. Could no. do a lot of really important, powerful stuff. I could. I could cancel the invention of plastic. Imagine the difference that would make to the world. But all you can do. But is all get I want to do is go back in time. <laughs> Go back in time and get a spider. Oh, Jesus. We don't deserve technology, people we, like we us. We don't. We, we misuse it all the time. Uh, but anyway, what have you been up to? Because I know you've been... Oh, lots. Loads. Loads of stuff. Give me an lots. update. I've been on holiday. So where did you go? In Tenerife. Brilliant. I went down Tenerife. Cost, that, Costa Rica. Is that your first bit of sun since COVID? Since, well, no, because no, I, went, I went to the... Um, Corfu mm. last year. No, we, we went to Costa de Dehi, um, we had beautiful weather, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> did it again, gorgeous weather, Absolutely we, went on a, we went on a whale watching trip, That's fabulous, amazing. is it the Atlantic, I didn't realise, it? it's the Atlantic, so they took us out for ages, the captain of the boat was beautiful, um, very nice, he calls himself John, but I know that he was just anglifying, <laughs> anglicising, ang- what's the word? Anyway, uh, making his name sound lion. English. He's he was a he was a beautiful man. And so on this boat trip Did they we have fame but buttocks? Well, I couldn't really say. Oh, okay. It was it didn't seem like there wasn't much seating. So um we were out for three hours on this this lovely boat called the Coast of Mui. And uh, there was it, me and Mick and then there was like this couple who they looked like they were from like, I don't know, Scandinavia. You know, they look like they've got them fitness sandals on, do you know what I mean? And I like know. proper like like they go sailing as yeah. as a job or something, um, and then there's a little family who were French, and you know when you see these families from like when you're on holiday, and you see them and they're not, never from the UK, but there's always like this big, like hairy, like hairy chested. He's got a big belly yeah. man, and he looks like he owns businesses and and <laughs> makes big decisions. And he was like a really good looking wife, and then and a child that he's probably way too old. To be a dad, like he's in his like late fifties with yeah. a five year old or something. So they were that family, but they were dead nice. And then there was just a load of like English people from like Barnsley or somewhere like that. So they were just like, as soon as we set off, the guy, the captain of the boat, was like, "Right, you paid your money. Have as many drinks as you want." But it was like it ten to that past ten in the morning. Have as many drinks as you want. You've paid your money. It's there. Just tell me what you want. We'll go and get it. So it, it's he not- literally. Lifted the anchor up, and these people from like bars were like, "Can we have five lagers, please?" And we oh. were just like, "Fucking hell!" So it's not just whale watching; it's get shit faced, yeah, and, and try and find the whale. Possibly not. It's safe, 
But anyway, <laughs> they took us out to this location and we saw some pilot whales. I clapped. I was the only one on the boat. What clapping. are pilot whales? They like him. Um, fly planes? Yeah. <laughs> Do you even want to call? Um, <laughs> anyway, we saw them. They would asleep on the surface because oh. they sleep on the surface. There was this like um, marine biologist who goes out on the boat and she was like trying to like give us like little facts, but we were like, oh, shut up, nerd. Put the karaoke on, Sandra. Shut up, nerd. Go and get us some San Miguel. Never mind. Never mind nature. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then they took us to this like little bay, a little private bay, which was the water was like glass. And we just thought, well, they said, yeah, you can go swimming if you want. And like nobody was going swimming, and I was like, I want to go in the water. And then Mick was going, oh, I don't want to go in the water. And I was like, oh, come on, I don't want to go in on my own. So we went all right, and so we just dived in the water and was like swimming about. And these people from bars are going, oh, you're brave. And I went, oh, I'll have me central eating on next week. I may as well jump in the water while it's warm enough. Yeah. Um, but it was a great, it was a great experience. Um, it was very cheap there. Recommend the destination. Yeah. A little cheapo holiday. You know when people say stuff like, you're brave, what what they're really saying is, I disagree with your decision. <laughs> not me. Yeah. It's just like, like a polite way of saying you're a dickhead in yeah, my mind. Yeah, it's like when one woman goes to it, well, that's a brave choice, that outfit. Yeah. It means you look like a terrible slag. <laughs> <laughs> you're brave. I'm getting married. Oh, you're brave. Yeah, it's um, a weird thing, isn't it? So, yeah, we went there, and then um, I this weekend has been busy because I had a baby shower. I'm going to become a grandmother soon. Which is amazing, isn't it? Look that's, at me. Look, look, like far too young. I'm cool as fuck. It's going to be the coolest grandmother. So we're getting a grandbaby in six weeks. So we had the baby shower on Saturday, which was fabulous. So fabulous, I cracked my tooth on a bottle. Oh, no. Uh, on Saturday. You can't really see it, though. It's very... I'm going to the dentist tomorrow. Yeah. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it sorted. I cracked my tooth on a foosball table uh, in the crazy house in Liverpool in about 1999. And I've had it fixed a couple of times, but it keeps falling out. So I've just mm. left it now. I remember my friend made me laugh so much. I was playing foosball like that, and I just my head just went down. I went, ah, just and just head butted yeah. the table, and then my tooth. Well, came I'm not going to bonded because that 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 tooth actually is a veneer, that right. one. So that's I'll just get taken off in a place. Yeah, it's all right, all good. Sound of, sound of a good night, though, isn't it? Well, I was injury. over half eight. I was a bit like, I think once I cracked my tooth, I was just like, oh, I'm fuming at myself yeah. now. And even though it was only a little tiny crack and no one could look at it, no one would see it unless they looked at it. You can feel it though, can't I, you? But I knew it had happened and I was just like, <sighs> Yeah. So I went home. Um, and then Sunday I was at a christening. Um, and we went to the church because I always think if you're invited to a christening, you should go to the church to church first. Yeah. It's good manners. Show even your face. Even though I'm an atheist. Especially if it's but a free bar. It was a Catholic church and the priest was really lovely. He, was, he explained everything. He was like, so this, what I'm wearing here is, blah, 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 and this this ointment here, this this oil is, we put that on because it represents blah, blah, blah. So it was very educational. You know, normally you go and they just go, oh, blah, 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 try, you know. Yeah. But he was he was lovely and he explained things. That sounds good because I don't know anything about these things. I've been to Christians. I'm not religious myself. I never went to a Catholic school. So when I go, I just, I've heard these things before, but no one's ever explained to me what they are. And I went with a friend of mine and his girlfriend. He, he, his family was Catholic. She wasn't. And you know the bit where they go, what do they say? Peace be with you, is it? Yeah. Peace be God, with God, you. Peace be with you and also with you. Or God be with you. Or, 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 peace be with you. And you shake hands. This guy was saying peace be with you, this priest. And he was going around saying peace be with you. And it's one of them where if you're not, what's the word? I don't even know. Ordained. No, not ordained. No, like, you're not Christian yourself. Christian's all confirmed. Then you don't do it. But anyway, my mate's girlfriend, who's a bit thick, was stood there. 
And uh, the priest comes up to her and goes, uh, peace be with you. And she goes, nice to meet you too. <laughs> <laughs> and even the priest was pissing himself because it was just ridiculous. But when we were, I told you this story. When we were kids, we were like a bit, bit I was a bit like interesting in Catholicism because a lot of my friends went to Catholic school. So I used to just sneak into mass and take communion. Right. And then when I come out, we, we played communion. We'd cut, we, could, <laughs> we could circles of bread with the egg cup and give each other communion. Uh, and, you use and Pringles nowadays, can't you? Yeah. What what does that bread taste like? The communion bread? It's like uh, a rice cake. Is no, it no, it's like you know when a coconut macaroon has got that rice paper on the bottom. Yeah, it's like that paper. All oh, right, okay. Maybe I will go with them. If they if they change the taste of that and made it a bit more tasty, they might get more people going. You know, if yeah. they gave out meatballs instead. Or that wine cup knocks me sick, though. They can't do that now in COVID, can they? No, they have to just get a, like a, a, a super squirter and just like... A syringe. Just a little syringe, yeah. fire it into your <laughs> face. It's like Freshers Week. Yeah. But like different foods to give out, a bit of, bit of crackers, bit of cheese, bit of uh, Branston pickle yeah. at the end. You know, after, after Choir Boy's been naughty, he's got to give out the pickled eggs or whatever. <laughs> we, used, we used to go to church on Mother's Day to get the, dandy, like, the, the daffodils for our mums and that. Oh, did you? I bet that was good. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not a thing about. I don't get religion. Yeah, I, I, I wish sometimes that I believed in something because I do feel like it would make my life easier. Like I, I support. So you could blame the God, God on Everton, Everton on God. I could blame Everton. I could blame Everton and everything on God. <laughs> but I could, but like Everton, like is something that I kind of spend a lot of my time following, and it just makes me unhappy. So if religion was there instead, and it gave me a, a sense of like, oh, that's why that's happening, instead of, fuck's sake, sack yeah. the board. My brother's an Everton fan, and he, he had a season ticket until a few years ago, and he said at this point now, he, if they get beat, he just laughs at it. Oh, it's just... Because he's like, I don't really know what else to do now. It's the, it's the worst. It's like anything. It's like when, when you become apathetic, that's when it's over, mm. really. Because then you, you're not angry anymore. It's the same thing with like... If anyone doesn't know what Everton is, I don't know if you're tuning in from wherever, but... We've got a lot of listeners in Chile. Yeah, they're a, they're a team not doing very well, and Sam supports them. Yeah, and uh, they just give me misery. But then they'll give you just enough hope one week to make you go, oh, no, it's going to be different this I've time. I've said this a long time ago. Could you imagine, like, all right, I'm lucky because I support Liverpool, and we are we achieve things. But I always wonder what it would be like to be that roller coaster. A fan of it, like a roller coaster team, like, like I don't know, like Norwich or one of those teams that get relegated but get promoted but get relegated, and then they might just like beat a really brilliant team, and you'd feel those highs and lows yeah. so much more deeply, definitely, because but you've got that like Everton, I don't know, Evans don't even have that. They're the just time. they're like not even a roller coaster. They're like the fucking the ghost train that no one wants to go on because <laughs> and it's all flat. There's no like ups and downs. I mean, there's a little bit of a potential down caves. at the moment. The river caves, <laughs> it's the river caves, and anyone can go on. There's no age limit. The water features broke. There's no queue. But uh, I don't know if that's the way to live your life. Because what kind of a life would you want to live if you had a choice to start your life again? And someone said to you, you can either live a very placid peaceful Easy but ultimately life. dull life or you can, you can take the down. blue pill and you can go you can have the highest highs and the lowest lows i i don't know i'm lazy now so <laughs> i'd i'd take the easy route well in our 40s you probably do take the easy route but okay if you were 18 would you have picked the ups and downs yeah i would have would you 
you know what I'd be like? I'd be like, can I can I barter with you here? Can I have a little bit of this and a little bit of the other? Can I have the weekends? No, but that's if, no, down. you can't barter this. But I'd I'd try. I'd I'd say if you, I'd, yeah, I'll tell you what I'd say to the guy whoever this random person was offering me these these choices. Yeah, in the clinic they go, no, get this joker out, get him out. He can't make a decision to save his life. I'd say, can I have? All right, not even the full week. Tuesday to Thursday, I want a placid life. But Friday to Monday, give me fucking fireworks. Give me mayhem. Give me chaos. Give me jail time. Depression. <laughs> jail time. And then at the end of it, I'll write a, a kick-ass autobiography and I'll cut the clinic in. Yeah. To this, you know. But at that point, you'll be such a frazzled little shriveled <laughs> wreck from your roller coaster life. That you won't be able to enjoy the royalties because. Uh, yeah. One more glass of champagne will kill you yeah which is hard and that's the price you paid for taking that pill to have the excess of life that is sophie's choice isn't it it is isn't that what it's all about lucky old sophie (laughs) sophie poor sophie (laughs) what was sophie's choice what was it about (sighs) now you've got me I've quoted Sophie's. It's like Sophie's choice, isn't it? And you said, "What was Sophie's choice?" I'm like, "I haven't got." What does it represent? Where does both options are shite, or both options are the best? I think it's when they're both shite. Yeah, I think. And then she has to choose one, so uh, inevitably the least shite option. The least shite option. Um, If we're wrong about that, any Sophie's choice fans, please correct us. Please get in touch. but I do feel like uh, I, I've read loads of autobiographies where you get like you know some like Hellraiser and they've got like you know about mm. all these like mad moments in the life and then you start reading it and they're talking about the school and you're thinking all right well let's just cut to the bit where it gets fun yeah and then oh god they're doing loads about the parents sometimes they talk about the parents' lives and you're like you haven't even been born yet and no. on page thirty two and then you get to the I, Hellraiser bit and then you get to the bit where they get clean and it gets boring again. I read. I follow this thing on because obviously none of us have got an attention span anymore. So I haven't Sorry, actually what? read the book of it, but it's on Twitter. There's a, a Twitter feed and it's Richard Burton's diary. Oh, is it Richard Burton, the, the Welsh the, guy? The married, married Liz Taylor, to, yeah. He married Liz Taylor twice, and uh, it's just every day they they post an excerpt of his of his diary. I don't even think I haven't seen it on me. I don't know what me me algorithms have all gone to shit. I don't know why, but it used to just. <laughs> but me well, algorithms know, like, are playing <laughs> off. Me algorithms. <laughs> but you know, like, um, he was a hellraiser, he was a heavy drinker, he lived life to that absolute fullest. And then it'd just be like, Monday, 26th of January, 1955, Elizabeth looked radiant, I had a whiskey bed. <laughs> and that'd be it. And uh-huh. you just play. Is you lying there think, watching them on the like airport 77 going, oh my God, I bet their life was just magnificent. Yeah. yeah never, like he bought the world's most expensive diamond for her. Did he? And then he'll go, uh, February the 12th, Elizabeth had too much to drink and carried on. And I'm like, God, that's me of a weekend. Why haven't I got the world's most expensive diamonds? Go ahead, Liz. Yeah. Friday. So they're, the, they're the same the same ups and downs as the rest of us, but just, just more money. Didn't document them. Mm. Wednesday, went to Argos, bought a different ring. Yeah. Took the other one back. Mix it be Tuesday, choked on a crisp, <laughs> had half a slice of bread. He actually, actually did this. Mick thinks. Right, this might be a in thing. His you, diary. Might, you might have heard this right. So it, I'm going off subject now, but this is fucking weird. Um one day I went in the kitchen and I went to make the butties for the next day. And I looked in the bread bag and there was just half a slice of bread on top of all the other bread. But it hadn't been like cut, it'd been ripped half a slice of bread. So Mick and Sam are in the living room and I just went and I went, 
right am I losing my mind can anybody explain to me why I've just went to get bread out and there's just a piece of bread that had been torn in half and half of it was in the bread (laughs) 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 and Mick went oh no that was me I was choking the other day what so me and Sam just like looked at each other and I went what and he went I was choking the other day and I was like yeah and he went so I had half a slice of bread what is like, what the fuck kind of logic is that? And someone's <laughs> especially when you're in the kitchen and there's a tap that water comes out of right next to you. But instead of having a glass of water that quick, he adds a slice of bread and he went, No, it stops you from choking. <laughs> like, so when you're choking on a dry thing, so what you do is eat another dry thing to stop you from choking. He's like, It works. And I was like, It works. Not it worked. It works like everyone's doing it. I've watched Casualty. I've never seen Charlie Fairhead give everybody half a slice of bread when they were choking to death. Get me the scalpel and the Warburton's. (laughs) 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 Jesus Christ. Because it is dead dry without butter on. But then I've mentioned it to people and they've gone, Oh, yeah, you eat dry bread if you're choking. Can someone Google this (laughs) out in Google land? Check for us. That's absolutely preposterous. It's nonsense. Oh my God, dry bread's horrible. Have you ever done that thing with the crackers where you tried to eat three dry ca- crackers in a minute? Yeah. And the first time someone told me that, I went, three dry crackers in a minute and you'll give me that a tenner. Nimps. Nimps, pimps, <laughs> piece of piss. They went, no, no you've got to have hard. them dry. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, 45 seconds in, I'm still halfway through the first slice and I'm laughing now. And But that's that feels like you're choking on just the sheer dryness of it because your whole mouth gets yeah. dried. It's weird you should mention that because yesterday at the christening, I was with a lot of girls who I worked with in like my 20s and 30s and we haven't seen each other for a really long time. So it was great with catching up and one of them went, I remember when you come to work in our place and you you just would come in one day and give us all a cracker and went, right, I'm going to start the clock. Whoever eats the cracker face, follows the cracker face wins. And she went, <laughs> and you won. And I was like, Absolutely oh no God. recollection of that. What did you win? That must have been... Another cracker. It must have been on some kind of Cat. heavy as in, in medication. <laughs> Who comes into a job and goes, let's all eat a cracker the fastest? Hi, my name's Kate. Nice to meet you all. <laughs> These are called Jacobs. Who wants to be my friends? <laughs> crackers are a recurring theme in my life. Crackers cake. The crackers... <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've tried that a couple of times at parties, like when I was dead young, when I was like 19, and someone's mum and dad had gone away. I'm going to, like, roll a joint and go, fetch me the crackers. We're going to try the cracker thing. <laughs> no one ever did it whatsoever. So I'd, I'd love to see video footage of Mick choking and saving himself oh, with a, half a slice of bread because that would be The, the man is, is a, he's a myth. He's a paradox. He's, but he's still, he's still with us. Still walking. Still still doing it. You know what else to do, though? This is tight, but sometimes when, when he, if I make his butties or if he's made his butties, if I go in the fridge and see the butties look particularly nice in the wrapper, I unwrap them and take a big bite out of one of them and then wrap them back up and put them back in the fridge. Oh, that's spicy. And I turn them around so we can't see where the bite mark is because of the morning, he'll just go and grab the butties, put them or whatever. <laughs> and then he'll text me in the day and go, you're a fucking owl ass. <laughs> Don't know what you mean. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, no, but your butties look so tasty. Yeah. You haven't drunk that drunk, <laughs> I have didn't you? want a full butty. I just wanted to bite one. <laughs> it had to be yours. Yeah. Sorry, I was choking. That's the kind of selfish bitch I am, guys. <laughs> you know, if I worked in a kitchen or like a, any kind of uh, restaurant job, I would just be eating food. I, I can't prepare food without shoving it loads of it in my face. 
Like, you know, bits fell on the floor. Yeah. When I worked, when I worked in a, a restaurant years ago, uh, we had a chef who, who was partially sighted. And um, when he wanted to check whether the steak was done, he used to just go like that with his finger. I've told the story, haven't oh, I? Oh, no. Just go like that with his finger, didn't he? Finger the steak? Yeah, it's more than that. <laughs> oh, God. See properly? I, I worked with a chef who had one eye once. Same guy was he Chinese? No. Oh, my man was Chinese. No, this chef had both eyes. He just couldn't see for. Oh, him. this this guy had lost an eye. He was the chef in the canteen and a job oh. I had about twenty years ago. And uh, rumor, myth had it that he'd lost his eye because he had a a, a veruca, and he also had an eye problem, and he had some eye drops and veruca cream. He scratched his eye with his and, toenail, and, and he got no. <laughs> 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 now we got the ointments mixed up Very bendy fella <laughs> That's why he became a chef Because he liked the taste of his <laughs> own meat And that's how he lost his eye he, Yeah he put the he put the, uh, Whether it was a wart or a veruca But he put that ointment in his eye And I used to think Well surely getting the right thing in the right place Is important for a chef But anyway his food was horrible Like he used to do these chips How can you fuck up chips But his chips were horrible because you couldn't see if probably Steel Brown or not. He pro- probably couldn't see a thing. Do you know what I? You know Gabrielle, the singer, mm. who has. Well, I don't know if she has one eye, but she wears an eye patch. Yeah. So I told my friends Crystal and Ruth years and years ago. It, she come on, we would, and Ruth was one of these people. She'd have drink a drink and sing at yeah. So we'd just be sat there having a drink, <laughs> and then she'd just out of nowhere just start going. Dancing in the moonlight, <laughs> mid conversation. So she did this, and it was a. Out of Reach by Gabrielle, and she just started going, out of reach, mid-conversation, she always did it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's dead sad what happened to her, isn't it? And they both went, oh, and I went, Gabrielle. And they went, what? And I went, well, you know why she wears that eye patch, don't you? And they went, no, what? And I went, oh, it was like a showbiz injury. And they went, a showbiz injury? They were like, what? What happened? I went, I know when she first started out in a career, she went like that to grab the mic off the stand, <laughs> and she just popped herself oh, in the eyeball. Fuck. And that's why she got away. And they were both going, oh, <laughs> oh, that's dead sad. Isn't that shocking? Dreams. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so that was the myth I uh, propagated about Gabrielle's eye. And then uh, one time, when I first moved into my house, we went to my chippy on the way home from town. Crystal being from Wallasey, they have different customs over the water from Liverpool. Very different. So she came, and Crystal is like tiny, but eats like a teenage boy. I've never seen anything like it. So we went in the chippy at like half past one in the morning and I have like, I don't know, spring rolls or chips and gravy or whatever. And Crystal just goes up and goes, chicken dinner, please. And I was just like, chicken dinner. This is what she was like, right? <laughs> so I went to Ruthie, I'll watch this. So the woman's serving it and I went to Crystal. Because when you go to the bar in Liverpool, you'll go take your own and the bar staff will take like 20, 30p or 50p or whatever and put it in the tips glass. So I went to Crystal, don't forget, in on this side, when you go to the chippy, you say take your own. <laughs> and she went... What? I went, yeah, and she went, do they take a tip? I went, no, it's just like, it's like saying thanks, it's just like a tradition, it's not, it doesn't mean anything, but everyone always says it, especially in chippies over here, they say it all the time, it's just <laughs> like saying thank you, she's like, yeah, you're shitting me, I was like, and Ruth went, Ruth was like, no, Crystal, make sure you say it, because, don't be rude, it's like, yeah, so the woman, like, gave her the chickens in, and it was like, oh, £3.60, whatever, and Crystal, like, gave her the money, and was just went dead hesitantly, and went, Take your own, take your own. And the woman just looks at it like, what, babe? <laughs> <laughs> really funny. 
I don't know you could get chicken dinners. Did you get a chicken dinner? It's like chicken, chips, chicken, peas and gravy. Ah, uh, like sort of fried I could, chicken. I could absolutely bury that right now, could you? Oh, every day. I experimented. Oh, that's what else when, when we haven't seen each other for a few weeks. I experimented with vegetarianism. Oh, and how did that go? It was all right. Yeah. I could cope. Yeah, I, I've never really wanted to do that. I don't think I ever will do that. I don't mind being a vegetarian. What, what, like, are you still veggie now? Um, no, but I would say I'm probably 90% yeah. veggie. Okay. I, eat, I eat more. I, I haven't give up fish. Come on now. No. Because I like eating plastics out of the oceans. Oh, they taste good. Mm. With a little bit of breadcrumb on. Yeah, a little bit of cod and butter with a scrabble tile in it. A little bit of bisto jus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I didn't find it difficult at all. No. No. And are you still doing it? Are you going to do it long term? I'm trying to. I'm trying to eat less meat. I try and eat less processed meat. Mm. But processed I know, but chopped pork's lovely, isn't it? And that garlic pie with the egg in the middle. Oh my God. The chickens, the shit, them out must be yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> the big crazy. massive uh, oval egg. Yeah. Big long eggs. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Never mind plucking it, be yodeling, wouldn't it? <laughs> Some fellas, that's like the, 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 the meat ready. He's got the pastry. <laughs> He's got to bring the pastry. It's like a proper, it's like when they give birth. It's like when they have like all the midwives come around. Like, Do we all know the... what garlic pies are, viewers, listeners? Garlic pies. Google them. And it's an oblong pork pie with an egg throughout the middle of the meat. Google never it. never seen Google the image likes. It. I would imagine when that was first invented, people were like, what the fuck? That must have been like when the iPhone came out. Yeah. People couldn't believe it existed. One minute you've got a pork pie, next minute you've got a garlic pie. It's like getting, it's like getting an iPhone 13. I think gala, the way gala pie doesn't do it justice, it should be called festival pie or carnival yeah, pie. Yeah, like a celebration pork pie. Because when you see it, you want to celebrate. Yeah. I haven't had one of them in a long time. Google it, everyone. And after you've thrown up, come back to the podcast. <laughs> because you, you used to get them a proper, like, 1980s buffets, wasn't it? Buffets, that's, that's a gala pie, it with. yeah. And, uh, that, and half a cabbage with cocktail sticks sticking out of it with cocktail sausages and cheese. Yeah. I love a buffet. Do you? An old school one, yeah. Old school, but the, the buffet at the christening was good. They did curry and rice and all that. Oh, I like all I that. never have hot stuff on a buffet. Well, I've got a thing for pork pies, and I just, you know, I try not to eat them all the time because they're not really great for you, are but they? they're so gorgeous. Oh, they're so great. The little I think if there's ones. one thing the viewers and listeners of Six the World have, will have picked up on is that me and Sam eat some shite. Oh, you know, you like to have car concerts. Yeah. I like to have car picnics. Yeah, car buffet. And... The, the passenger seat of my car, when there's no one in it, obviously, is just filled with the lights of, like, I like to get a big grab bag of crisps, these these two pork pies together. Mm. If you could buy gala pie in, like, travel packs, that would make my world a Little complete. tiny egg, innit? A little, a little. Do you like scotch eggs? Oh, yeah, I love them. Do you? Yeah. I like anything with eggs. Any in. handheld snack. Pickled eggs. Yeah. Do you like pickled eggs? Oh, no. What? Stink. I've never tasted one. My friends... Who pickles an egg? My kind of uh, weirdo. My friends... Like, do you know what? I've made a spoiled egg better if we left it in a jar of vinegar for 12 years. Someone must have done it by accident once and gone, this is this is lovely, this. But then it does split the opinion. My friend's nan used to love me when... Not in a romantic sense. You know, I was, I was a very polite young man. Did she pickle your eggs for you? She pickled my <laughs> eggs, baby. More than 12 years... Uh, she used to make pickled eggs for me, so she did pickle my eggs. Wow. <laughs> you really want the answer. And they say romance is dead. Romance is very much pickled. She lived in Canterbury, so my friend used to go back like twice a year and bring back a big jar of pickled eggs for me, for me and Nan. There was like 12 eggs in it. And uh, one year, she had this jar of pickled eggs in a boot. And Here you are, dear. 
Here's a jar of pickled eggs for your friend Sam. Tell him to send his underpants Very up. special vinegar, that. <laughs> Yuck. Lovely young fellow. These oh. pickled eggs smell like old lady piss. You got any more photos for me, Sam? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Um, Shower your winkle, dear. I've left the <laughs> lid slightly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one year, whether she did this on purpose, I don't think it was on purpose. She left the lid slightly ajar. Went off. So it went off and it rolled around my mate's boot for like four and a half hours on the M6, M- M1, whatever, M25. Oh so a car stank of pickled eggs. Uh, which I quite enjoyed the smell of, but she was not so keen. I think that's a good point to finish this episode. I, th- I think it is, isn't it? You can never go wrong with the word stank. <laughs> I love it. It's like, one of my faves. Like the word shat. Shat and stank. Yeah. Yeah. Something quite satisfying. Maybe it's because it's in the past tense, so it doesn't, it means you did stink, but you don't anymore. You needed a poo, but you don't anymore. Stank's one of the funniest words ever written. Stank. <laughs> I've just shat and it's stank. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week, folks. Yeah, bye. Keep tuning in. Keep listening. Keep sharing for more really exotic stories. <laughs>